Welcome to Tardi Mechanach Yomi. My name is Adina Schmidman. Celebrate the completion of Sifrei Nevi'im by learning about the printing of Tanachim, virtually visit Ir David, understand Nevoah more deeply, and embark on a journey through Tehillim. Sign up at ou.org slash women slash nach 23. And now for today's Perek. Welcome to Tarati Mechanach Yomi with the OU Women's Initiative. My name is Shalvi Friedman, and today we will be studying Sefer Malachi Perek Aleph. The book of Malachi really forms the end. It's not just the end of the Treasar, it's the end of this whole of the Nevi'im, and it's really the end of Nevoah, the end of the prophetic era, which is something which comes up again and again through the book of Malachi. Malachi is part of that group, Haggai, Zechariah, and Malachi, the three Nevi'im who prophesied during the, sec- during the time of the second Beit HaMikdash. And the Radak points out that Malachi was really the only one of the three where we see no explicit reference to um, Baicheni, the second temple. And maybe the reason why is because this, this prophecy takes place slightly later, not while the second Beit HaMikdash is being built, but once it is already built. Um, the Gemara suggests that Malachi is Ezra, which would match up for us chronologically that Ezra, being the one who brings the people back to rebuild the second base Amigdash, is also going to be the one who finishes prophecy. He is both the end of prophecy and the beginning of the Anshe Knesset Haggadola, the men of the Great Assembly, the transition into the post-prophetic era. Um, it also makes sense in terms of the themes, in that the books of Ezra and Nehemiah deal with the intermarriage, the um, disillusionment of the people during the second, t- second temple, that they're not living up to their spiritual aspirations. Um, and so, too, the book of Malachi speaks of these things. Um, let's take a look at the, at the, at the Perik itself. The Perik opens up, davar Hashem al Yisrael Malachi. Um, there is a prophecy which, which arrives, a, masa, a, 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 a package which is given to the people of Israel at the hand of Malachi. And look what Hashem says. Hashem says, Ahafti eschem, and the Midrashim and the commentators point out, this isn't a past tense of I loved you, but it isn't even a present tense of I love you, but it is an eternal tense of I forever love you, Hashem says. He says, I'm not going anywhere. My love for you is eternal. My love for you is unwavering and it is consistent. Vamartem, and in response, we turn to Hashem and we can hear in our response to Hashem a, a, a theme which is going to play out throughout this parak, a certain level of abrasiveness, a certain level of chutzpah, of audacity, which the people respond and they say, How do we know you love us? Or in what do you love us? And the Barbanel points out what this is really saying is, we're turning to Hashem and we're saying, Hashem, how do we know that uh, your love for us is not just based on the fact that we are the descendants of Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov? Meaning, we know that we have a relationship with you, Hashem, because of who we are, who our ancestors are, who we the descendants of. But at the same time, is that enough? Do you really love us? Right? It's almost you can hear a child saying to a parent, I, I, you just love me because you had me. You don't really love me for who I am. Um, and we hear this question that the people turn to Hashem and he asks and, and ask him. And Hashem responds and he says, no. And I'll, tell, I'll give you proof that I love you for who you are, not just because of your parents and your grandparents and great-grandparents. He says, Halo ach Esav. Le Yaakov. There, was a, there was a brother to Yaakov. His name was Esav. And look what happened to him. You know what happened to him? 
He got Harseri, got sent away. He's not the central feature of Chumash. He gets his one Perik, Perik, Perik um, Lamed Vav, where we have of, of, of the book of Beratius, where we have a description of his descendants and who he has and who his children were. And that's it. And the focus is Hashem Vahaves Yaakov. Hashem loves Yaakov. And, um, and we as the descendants of Yaakov are loved not because we come from Yitzchak but because of who we are in our own right, because we have our own capacity, our own worthiness. And as he continues, he says, there's Esav Sanesi. Esav came from Yitzchak. If you said that I love you because of your, your, your relationship, so that wouldn't be. I love you because, look, Esav, I hate, I sent him away. I sent him far away, right? And he says, not only that, Pasuk Dalet Hashem continues, and he says, he says, if the descendants of Esav come and they build something up, I will destroy it. I will destroy it. I will not accept them. I don't want them. It's you who I love. It's you who I, I connect to. And one of the themes which we're starting to see here, which is really going to be expressed in the next couple of psukim, and this is really the theme, if you could pick one, of the book of Malachi, is the parent-child relationship. That Hashem says to us, I love you. When we turn to Hashem, we say, is it just the relationship of a parent to a child? Is it just the relationship you had with our parents? And Hashem says, no, it's a relationship with you. And yet, Hashem wants to know, let's go back to that father-child relationship. If I love you for who you are, but at the same time, I am your father, I am your tati, I'm your abba, and you are my children. And that leaves us with a deep love for each other. And at the same time, it leaves you, my child, with a responsibility. Look, look what the Pasuk says. So if we look at Pasuk Hey, Pasuk Hey says, the your eyes will surely see. You will see what? You'll see the success of the people of Yaakov as opposed to the people of Asaf. Um, and you shall say, Yigdal Hashem Yisrael. Hashem should become great from beyond the borders of Israel. And there's different ways of translating this pasuk. Either the Jewish people are becoming great, the Jewish people are extending beyond the borders of Israel, which makes sense if this is the time of the second base. Hamikdash that also makes that our borders are increasing. Our borders are um are getting greater or it's talking about the people who are me'al yisrael the people who are outside of the borders of israel the other nations are turning around and they're saying wow you can tell hashem i see hashem's greatness and hashem says to us ben yechabed av ve'eved adonav a son respects his father a servant gives fear to his master ve'im avani and if I'm your tati, if I'm your Abba, as we said, this is going back to that parent-child relationship of the book of Malachi. He says, if I'm your father, then why are you not respecting me? And if I'm your master, then where is your fear, Hashem says. He says to them, you've, you've, you've disgraced my name. And this, it's one thing we have to understand. It's one thing to desecrate Hashem's name. It's one thing to act in a way that's got chilo Hashem, that's disrespectful to God, disrespectful to Judaism. And it's another to turn around and to say, and here we can hear once again that chutzpah of the people, to say, what, what did I do? Right, and we hear that child, back to the parent-child theme, the child turning to the parent and saying, what? what, what did I do wrong? Why are you angry with me? What did I do wrong? I didn't do anything. Um, and Hashem says, but of course you did something wrong. Pasuk Zayin, he says, you offered korbanos that were not correct. You offered me lechem megu'al, um, 
and bed um, and bread you aren't you you offered me and what did you say we didn't what's wrong with our sacrifices you keep doing things that are disgraceful and you turn around and you say i i didn't i don't know what you're talking about i didn't do anything wrong and hashem says but you did and here we can hear the echoes and one of the reasons why we, we, we love learning Navi is because the Navua is not just to the people of the second base Amigdash. The Navua is not just to the people who are failing, maybe in their relationship with God during the time of Bayit Shani, but it's also got a rev, it's also got a relevance to us. Um, and Hashem says, you, the people of Bayit Shani, but he also says, you, the people of the year 2023, he says, you're offering sacrifices. You're coming to Judaism with what you like to appear as your A-game. You're coming with things and you're saying, this is the best I got. This is the, this is the, this is the best I have to offer you, HaKadosh Baruch This is the best I have to offer to put my right foot forward. And he says, and Hashem says, but I know that it's not. I know, I know because I made you, I know because I created you, I know because I'm your father. I know that you have something so much better to give forward to, to your relationship with me that you're not offering. Um, he says, he says, V'chi pasuk ches, v'chi tagishun iver lisboach ein ra. He says, what? You think that if someone offers a korban that is actually got a mum, it's got a blemish, it cannot be offered. You think that's not bad? You think that it's not bad if you offer a korban that's sick, that's that's not appropriate to be a korban? He says, would you offer that to another human being? You wouldn't go and offer a human officer, a human king, a bad sacrifice because you would be too ashamed to do it. So why do you think it's okay to do it to me? He says, this is not the way for us to have a relationship. Um... And once again, he says, you've got to understand my love for you is unmoving. My love for you is never going. And your evidence is before your eyes. The evidence is before your eyes and how your borders are growing. You're doing well. You're successful. But, and here's the Bad Hashem says, and this was not going to detract from my love for you. But why aren't you coming forward and bringing your love to me? Why aren't you coming forward and bringing what you can towards our relationship to? Um, and, and. I ask myself as I read Perik Aleph of um, the book of Malachi, I ask myself if when the Jewish people ask with this audacity, Hashem, you know, you have, um, you have my best, you have everything I have to offer and Hashem says you haven't. I'm wondering if on the one hand, maybe it's a certain arrogance, on the other hand, maybe it's a certain cognitive dissonance. Maybe it's in that. That's what I think is suggested in the final pasuk of the Perek, where Hashem says, "Va'arul nochel, cursed is the one who's tr- full of trickery." Right? He says, "Who are you tricking? You're trying to trick me." He says, "Ve'yesh be'edra zachar um, v'noder." He says, "And you have in your flock a better korban. You have in your flock something which is appropriate to offer as a korban, and you, in your deception, have offered me something which is not an appropriate korban." Um. And I wonder if this is a deception of God or if this is a deception of self. Because sometimes, and I think in my relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, sometimes I want to say to Hashem, Hashem, look, I'm bringing my best. This is, this is the best I got to offer. And Hashem says, you're not, you're not just delusion, delusional. You're not just tricking me, Hashem says, but you're trying to trick yourself. Because if you realized how much you have inside of you, how much you have to bring forward to enhance your your Jewish life, you would be 
blown away by the capacity that you actually have in order to bring forward. And that ends Perik Aleph of um, the book of Malachi. Thank you for studying together. Le'ilu Nishmat Riva Schwab, Rivka Bat Alexander Sender.